What's up and welcome to Groundbreaking, a friendly original podcast bringing you the young creatives redefining what it means to create and introducing you to tomorrow's leaders today. I'm Jake Brewer. Let's get started. Not only is today's episode going to be a highlight of the season, but maybe one of my life. Over four years ago, the sister duo of Bailey and Kenzie stepped into the studio as Eaglin to start a project that would change their lives. Since then, I've been witness to the countless hours of work and dedication the Texas natives have put into their craft, and now I'm celebrating with them as they make their debut as not only friendly artists, but your next musical obsession. Today, we're breaking down those years, discussing how every artist follows a different path and the courage and confidence, a debut as big as theirs takes, and what their relationship looks like now that they're artists. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Groundbreaking. I am stoked that you're here with us because I promise you, this is going to be an episode that essentially goes down in the groundbreaking history books. Not only because this is making history for me, this is making history for my guests. That's right, plural today. This is the very first episode you're hearing with two guests on the show. And my gosh, they are going to deliver. They are, if, if not like the, like just some of the most talented people I know, and their just sort of spirit and their energy and their ambition is so contagious. Every single time I talk to them, I'm reminded personally why I love the things that I do. They are just so down to earth and have the brightest future ahead of them. And today is their very first interview as the iconic sister duo who you are going to need to learn. Their single Vanilla is out right now and i promise you i have had it on repeat it's a song that you are not going to be able to get enough of and i'm so excited to talk to them today about their journey their musical process and everything in between so bailey and kenzie eaglin welcome to groundbreaking i could not give you a more enthusiastic welcome Woo! <laughs> oh my gosh thank you that introduction was incredible yeah, thank you so really much nice. I don't know how. That's oh it. Gosh. That's the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we can All right. We can, we'll wrap it there. But no, everybody <laughs> listening is like enough, enough of him. They definitely want to hear from the two of you. Um, so obviously the single like just came out. We're Eaglin, sister duo, like family affair to the max. Like this is very mm-hmm. much, I mean, I could give so many incredible adjectives to describe you both, but um, I know how much the sort of um, very hometown sort of family like rooted energy that there is in everything that you do and I know that this process for you both has been very um, a very long sort of experience and I know how meticulous yeah. you are with the whole process so we're going to dive into all of that um, but let's like let's just start here I want to hear from you both how do you feel like you just made the equivalent of a first impression in the music industry what's what's that feeling like oh my goodness I mean, it feels amazing. And I think you touched on some of why it feels so amazing. I think this has been a really lengthy journey. I mean, Mm -hmm. when we started, Kinsey was like 14 or 15. um, And I was a little younger. I won't date myself. Um, But I just I feel like, you know, it's it's been such a long time coming and to finally have our single out our first, you know, polished introduction into who we are and and the type of music that we want to make is just it's so exciting I don't think you can you can beat a feeling like that right yeah I'll say it was just it's been a long time coming and I just feel like it brings something new and interesting and exciting to just yeah Yeah. I mean I don't know it's like it's tough even for us to like sit here and put it to words because there's you know, like, like I said, like, we've been doing this for, we've been making music together, right? Like, uh, in a studio setting for like the past like three or four years. Um, but we've been singing and playing like our entire lives. So it's like, it's so hard. Like we're sitting here like giggling and looking at each other. Like, how do we even consolidate what it feels like to finally be able to share this with everyone, uh, into just a few words. It's just, I don't know. We're over the moon. Yeah. And I hope that this is an opportunity for you to really process that sort of feeling because you're right. It's, it is, I can imagine it's hard to, to put into words like all of the work and the countless hours that you've put into this to not only produce vanilla, but the many songs to come. Um, 
I, I want to hear a little bit, and I know like enough about you both, and I met Bailey a couple years ago, and ever since then, we've been just been casually like, oh, tell me about the music thing, and then I met Kenzie virtually, and you just match each mm-hmm. other's energy and like grace so well. So let's like, let's start here. I know like music is nothing new to the both of you. It's been kind of a mm-hmm. huge part of your family. Um, talk about that influence a little bit. Um, and maybe, maybe let's talk about the moment where you were like, maybe you looked at each other and were like, Hey, let's, let's like, let's like do this. Yeah. Kenzie, you want to take it? Well, I'll start with what kind of influenced me. Um, usually whenever, I don't know, maybe starting in like kindergarten, just ever since I can remember, I'd be in my dad's truck and he'd just be playing either gospel or R&B and I'd just be jamming. And I just <laughs> feel like that kind of sparked my love for music, but it really flourished whenever Bailey was learning guitar and she'd invite me in her room to sing with her, just all types of stuff like that. And Aww. it just, it helped grow my love for music and my passion for it. And I just feel like those memories mean a lot to me. And so does making music with her. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'll say the same, like, <laughs> so sweet, Kenzie. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, our parents have been super influential, you know, our mom used to sing, and and still does Mm -hmm. for fun, but she used to enter, like, competitions, like, locally, and loved country music, loved singing, and has a gorgeous voice, Mm -hmm. um, and our dad was always playing, like, the best records, and you were listening to, like, Ray Charles, and The Temptations, and The Jackson Five, and I feel Mm -hmm. like all of those things really helped to kind of curate, like, you know, our, our sound a little bit. We're not necessarily singing those same types of, of music right. or that same genre necessarily, but, you know, we've always been listening to good records. We've always been singing. And I feel like, you know, I'm self-taught. I self-taught myself uh, the guitar and the piano when I was like 10 and it's sort of <laughs> ongoing. Uh, and I started writing songs and that was something that, you know, I just did for fun. It was an outlet, but the cool yeah. thing that I started to notice the older my sister got, we're six years apart, is that she actually kind of had, you know, I, it always sort of felt like I was sort of this passionate, you know, like my parents love music, but I was, it was like my way of breathing. Like, I'm like, I, I have to play, I have to get my feelings and emotions out via songwriting and, you know, whatever. And my sister, just the older she got, the older she gets, like she totally matches it. We're like on the same wavelength. And I've, yet to meet somebody i've met a lot of people that like to make music um you know in denton oklahoma new york city and it it just there's something special about your own sister and you guys Mm -hmm. having similar life experiences yet different life experiences and coming together and kenzie has become such an incredible artist and, and writer in her own right and you know we're uh we just kind of felt like maybe like you know, recently, really, I mean, three or four years ago is when we started recording the songs I was writing, but we have another song that's coming out here pretty soon that we wrote together. And it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, we really, there's something special about doing this with your family and with your sister. And it's amazing. It's like everything, you know, our our childhood and our love for music has just come to this incredible, it's come to fruition. It's like, all right, let's do this together. I don't know if there is any one moment. No, I just think it just kind of, happened gradually yeah. we just was like hey let's record this yeah let's do it together we've just always done yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. and and what does that look like when you are like okay like we're writing like do you find like does your relationship I mean take a sort of different form when um like do is that is music still like a hobby to you or is it to feel like a little bit more like work now because you now have um this sort of like reputation to sort of upkeep and there's always a little bit more pressure once you start putting out music and such and I'm just wondering like how has your just relationship really changed since you started taking this like seriously like okay we're going out there as Eaglin but also like how do you sort of um mediate like the the conversation and any potential conflict that may like arise when you're in a studio together and you may have different visions um, or maybe yeah. you're so on the same page that there's always a, a just a unilateral vision. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I'll say that we're super lucky because I feel like, you know, a lot of bands or, you know, acts or artists or duos or whatever that, that get together, they 
kind of have to do that themselves and they work out their differences and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't we have our mom yeah <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah super hands-on she's the best we have our grandma you know like we have our dad and, yeah. and our aunt and our you know just like we have this rally you know this this group of amazing supporters it's like mm-hmm. our little troop that just yeah. totally lifts us up and, and makes sure that you know if there's an argument or something about band related stuff or about making a decision for something related to music like it's not going to get in the way of having dinner together right. it's not going to get in the way of yeah. meeting up for family fun like it's just like it's not that serious at the end of the day like we're a family mm-hmm. and so I think you know if we didn't have them I don't know it's like we're just so lucky yeah. you know I don't know mm-hmm. I will say that um, when we started like making music together, like studio stuff, it did. I know Bailey was super stressed because she was recording in New York and I was in Denton going to school, Denton, Texas, going to school. And it did kind of. Denton, Texas, shout out. Denton, Texas. <laughs> yeah. And it did kind of, it kind of made our relationship rocky at some points because I know she was super stressed about like. I don't know. I mean, I didn't have a job because I was with sports and school and all that stuff. I'm getting one. I'm getting one pretty soon, though. I'm really excited about that. Can't wait. But she just kind of had to pull everything out of her pocket and pull money out of places she didn't have it to produce yeah. the music that we're letting out now. And it just it took her many hours, like just yeah. a lot of late nights. And I'm I'm just I'm really happy that she's getting her vision played out. Like finally, because it has it has how long has it been? It's oh been gosh. since like college. Yeah, I think we started in Kinsey. Yeah. Thank you. Very sweet. Yeah. The, there's like the nitty gritty, right? Like there are the logistics, but at the end of the day, like I, you know, when we first started doing this seriously, I think I was in college, maybe like a freshman, sophomore, um, and just linking up with people from my hometown that like had studio space, and it's like, hey, like can we come record here? And you start to realize, you know, I think recording is like. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a, it's a less, it's, you learn so many lessons along the way, like trying Mm -hmm. to meet with different producers or whatever. But when we were starting out, I mean, we weren't, we didn't have an insane budget. Like Kinsey said, I mean, she's literally a kid, you know, like you're 17 (laughs) now. Um, She was even younger. It's like, logistically speaking, you know, you, you tend to, to learn a few lessons along the way. There's a lot that goes into, it's not just making music and then you call it a day. There's so much that goes into it. But I think, it was really cool and I was really fortunate to be in a position where, you know, yes, like I was kind of managing a lot of the the sort of day-to-day, the nitty-gritty of it all. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you're saying like my vision or whatever, but I really think, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we've always wanted to do this. We've mm-hmm. always wanted to, to put music out and record together. And, you know, we're getting to a place where everything's just driving a little better, you know, mm-hmm. like you're older. Yeah. yeah, I've been able to, you know kind of stay local for a little while yeah. and it's just it's working 19. out so yeah exactly quarantine <laughs> do you guys i'm curious and i hope this question doesn't throw you off too much do you do yeah. you feel pressure just on an individual level to sort of deliver because you have that deep-rooted relationship like is there any unique pressure that you put on yourselves personally of like you know this is my sister and like part of her success now rests in me um is there any sort of pressure that exists there and if so how does that influence the way you go about doing things dang that's a deep question I mean I think both of us are kind of what's it about like perfectionists when it comes to our art whether it's drawing painting making music um although I will say I don't feel Actually, I do, because Bailey is an incredible songwriter. So whenever I first started writing music, I got a little nervous to show her some of my stuff. And like that, there was definitely some pressure there. But now it's just kind of, I'd say there's not really any pressure Yeah, now. we're taking the pressure mm-hmm. off. That's yeah. an interesting question, though, because I feel like that's, all you know, as the big sister, like as the older sister, of course, I'm like Kinsey's success. And you're, you know, I've always thought, this is sappy, but I'll share. Like, I heard Kinsey, Kinsey had, like, a solo in elementary school for, like, the very first time, and, like, she was, you know, again, like, we're a musical family, we like to sing, we like to talk about music, you know, whatever, but Kinsey had a solo, and, like, blew everybody, like, out of the water, and I was, like, this kid, that like, her voice is literally, like, meant to be heard, And I feel like my songwriting changed. Like when I started Mm -hmm. to hear 
what Kenzie could do vocally. And, you know, you guys can hear it like on vanilla. I mean, she's just an absolute powerhouse. And so it's, it's like, yes, like there's some degree of pressure because I want us to succeed and I want to showcase what she does best, you know, when we're making music and when I'm writing songs, but I think it's a, it's a good pressure mm-hmm. and it's, it's a pressure that yields really cool results yeah. and really fun projects that otherwise I might not have done, you know, right. I'd be writing different yeah. music. I think that's a, a really sort of healthy pressure to have on yourselves because of course it advances your craft in um, a really unique way. And especially because you trust each other so much. Um, I'm curious to know, because I know you have a ton of more music to share with us did sort of having multiple songs to sort of approach um, to find that sort of origin sound and like what is our first impression going to be did that make the Mm -hmm. whole process a little bit more relaxing to sort of know like okay it's going to feel right when we get there um I don't know so what do you think I know it was definitely I mean because we do have a lot of songs right it was kind of hard to choose which which first song we were going to use as a first impression. Yeah. And we wanted to, like, we wanted to kind of define our sound with the, the first song. And I feel like Vanilla is the perfect, the perfect first impression song. Cause it's just kind of a, it's a cool, fun song. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll yeah. be honest. Like, I feel like because we have so many different songs, because we bring such different things to the table, like, you know, I am super, like, heavy, heavily influenced by, like, folk artists and, like, mm-hmm. classic mm-hmm. rock. And, you know, like, I love the Beatles, the Stones. Like, I listen to a lot of oldies. And a lot of what I write ends up sounding a little different than, you know, what Kinsey ends up writing. Yeah. But so it's it's really interesting because Kinsey's been writing a ton. You know, I've been writing a ton. And we had to kind of really sit down and be like, okay, how do we converge these two sounds in a way that makes it something that we both love and believe in and it's like we ended up getting something we ended up getting a product or two of something that we're like I don't even know what you would define this as like we're like we have another song coming out you know vanilla feels very like pop rock Mm -hmm. you know like kind of old school you know we just it ended up sounding really cool. I mm-hmm. think, you know, way cooler than we ever thought it would sound. <laughs> Thanks to our producer. Um, <clears throat> but we've got another song coming out that really kind of takes it back a notch. Yeah. It sounds like a classic, like, 70s song mixed with, like, Kinsey's crazy soulful vocals. So I don't know. To answer your question, I think we haven't really put ourselves in a box or tried to define anything just yet it's almost mm-hmm. like it's kind of happening naturally yeah and I'm it's curious to see what pe- yeah I'm curious to see what people actually what other people think when we kind of present our next few singles mm-hmm. you know it's like I think that they all kind of sound a little different yeah. but a little bit the same mm-hmm. and I'm interested to see what people's thoughts are so I don't know to be determined yeah yeah well and I mean the the four years that you've been writing and creating and especially at like the ages you are too like four years is going to document a lot in there. Um, And I just know how how dedicated you both are to the entire process. And so what was it like sort of coming to terms with the fact that like, oh, you're going to write personally? Because I know um, it's a really, it's a strange process going from like writing down a sort of feeling or a vision or idea to then um, recording it and making it like an actual track um but then releasing it too is arguably maybe the most scariest part of the whole process how did you sort of get yourself ready to be personal within this space um knowing that like you spent four years like people people were waiting for this people are ready for the debut um how did you how did you prepare yourself to be um so so personal with it all yeah i mean i don't know I think, to be honest, we, yeah, I think to be honest, we, we kind of just, we're sort of open books, like, mm-hmm. you know, our family too, like we're, we kind of just, especially, I mean, you know, with our art, you know, mm-hmm. with our music, we, it's almost like we just like separate ourselves from the project once, once it's finished, like it can mean something to us mm-hmm. and that's fine. And we'll share with each other be like, Hey, like, you know, this is what this song is about and tell a story. Right. Um, but when we kind of share it with everybody, it's like, you know, this is what you interpret it to be. Yeah. It's like, this is, it is what it is. It's just art, you know? Like, I think that that's really 
we've always kind of done that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think we've always tried to just separate our personal feelings about what it means to us. We could really love a song and maybe that's why we choose it. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, this is, this is something that we want to share with, with everybody. And we want it to mean something different to everybody. That's our goal. Our goal is to, you know, connect as many people as possible Mm -hmm. to each other and to, you know, to us. It's like, we want to create, um, a sound, a vibe, an experience with our art that feels inclusive and feels like something that anybody could could jive with. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course. And I agree with what Bailey said. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it makes Thank it you. easy. Um, <laughs> um, well, Kenzie, I can ask you this too. I know, I think, I think, very, I think I was very much at the same age that you are now. Like when I first started releasing music and stuff, and. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm so jealous that you have Bailey like with you to sort of <laughs> yeah. um, go through that journey because it's it is it's frightening and maybe maybe people right. don't hear that enough. Like you're like a debut and saying like I'm proud of this song, no matter how mm-hmm. long you spent on it, is still scary. I'm curious, like the personal sort of influences. Like I know you two are both extreme like lovers of your hometown, um, and I know like you spent some like years apart. Kenzie, how was it working with Bailey while she maybe wasn't right next to you? Like, I know, like, I had major separation, like, issues, like, when my older sister moved away, and it was, Mm -hmm. like, a hard time to sort of deal with that, but, of course, you learn to sort of translate that into your craft, and so tell us a little bit about that sort of feeling working independently um, and how you both sort of maintained that relationship from miles apart. Well, uh, I'll say... It was kind of not not stressful, but it was it was a little weird because I know Bailey's writing this and I'm writing something else. And it just made it made collaborating even harder because we'd send like voice recordings of a song we've been working on. And then it's just it's like it's a different sound, just like that's just that's what it is. Um, But it also made the experience more challenging in a good way because it pushed us to you know collaborate without being right next to each other and it was it made it cooler whenever we did see each other um and met up in New York because like my very first visit to New York I was in a studio with Bailey and I was really cool um I just think it makes you appreciate the little moments you have with each other even more and the product you produce even more than if you were just right next to each other the whole time of course absolutely and Bailey what were what were maybe some of the the questions that were maybe surprised you or because I mean the first time stepping into a studio is obviously very overwhelming like what were the questions that were maybe harder to ask than others like what came supernaturally um and what part of the process just really I guess, was there any moment that just took you aback and made you think, like, are we, like, ready for this? Ooh. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I think there were, I think, I don't know if we've ever questioned, are we ready for this? I think the general question, like, in our household anyway, is, like, why hasn't this happened yet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's almost like the opposite. It's like, come on, like, we're talented, you know, we're talented, mm-hmm. we write, we sing, yeah. like, what more could you ask for? But I think, what we have not, I mean, what we have, you know, like maybe failed to kind of understand like in the past or what we weren't seeing uh, was really just that you know, it, there were a lot of moments where I don't think we were ready. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of moments where we were recording with people and they're right. saying they're the best, you know, <laughs> possible person to, you know, carry our project. And mm-hmm. maybe they weren't, or maybe, you know, we could have gotten a better sound somewhere else, or maybe it just, so it was a lot. And then all the while, like our voices are maturing and changing and we're becoming mm-hmm. different people and we're learning new things. And it's like, we weren't really, you know, we we're writing a lot of great songs in our opinion and songs that we love and, and songs that, you know, we would have shared um, if it was just a different time. But like now, I mean, I think, <laughs> we had like a list of like two or three songs that we were going to record before we went into the studio in August of 2020 to record, mm-hmm. you know, everything that we're going to release very mm-hmm. soon. And that list changed like literally the day before. I yeah. mean, like we wrote a new song the day yeah. before and we were like, scrap that song from two years ago. We're going to sing the song that we just wrote. And I think that song was vanilla. 
I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure vanilla was the one we were like, yeah. okay, this is nice. just a cooler set. We're just like, so we're always evolving. We're always changing. And it's like, there were a lot of moments where we were like, I just can't believe that, you know, this is taking so long or it's not happening. And it's just like, there's so many lessons that we've learned along the way that we're so grateful for. And we're going to be better artists because of it. Mm-hmm. We're hopefully going to make better products because of it. You know, we're, we're just more grateful for the experience because of it. Like, I think it was good for us to kind of go through those moments and, and kind of struggle to, to, to get stuff together for so long. Yeah. Was there like a, an extra, like kind of special, like challenge of patience? Like, like you probably just want to like you want to finish like something so you can feel like you're making sort of progress and then like when something like that happens you're like this isn't like it was it like what like what did you tell yourself like okay like get back and like let's let's try it again Mm, yeah I mean Mm -hmm. I think Kinsey kind of spoke to it a little bit like we are such perfectionist mm-hmm. like no one is going to be more critical of our products than, than ourselves yeah. i mean that's just how we are and i think it yields for really strong results you know however mm-hmm. problematic or time-consuming perfectionism is uh but you know i think that that level of patience certainly it, it increased because you have to you're yeah. with different different people mm-hmm. you have to kind of learn that skill um, but it's something that we're going to probably always have to continue mm-hmm. to practice and work yeah. on. Yeah. Because there's just so much that, that goes into it and it's like, okay, you're talking to this person and you don't like this mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you want to change how this sounds or you got to do this. And it's like, well, people have different schedules and different timelines for mm-hmm. their own projects. And it actually, you know, not everything revolves around, you know, money or no money. It's just yeah. like, you know, you have to be patient you have to, you know, sit back and, and, really evaluate your own product and, and make sure that, you know, what you're asking for makes sense in the grand scheme of things. And yeah, it's just, I feel like, I don't know, we've just learned so much mm-hmm. just, you know, working on the music alone. It's one thing to write a song. What's the easiest part? Everybody's like, oh man, like, mm-hmm. how do we write a song? Like, how do you guys do that? And I'm like, how do you get a song ready Out. for streaming? Yeah. Like, that is the hard, yeah. like, <laughs> that is the battle. Like, it, we wrote this song in 10 minutes. Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. it's the recording and the mixing, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you had a lot of people help you with these projects and these songs. How, um, yeah. and maybe we can speak to, anybody who's listening who's maybe like you know I think this is something I want to do too like what do you tell them just like gear up the sort of confidence that they need to speak up um because as you discover your sound you kind of know at least a little bit in the direction you're going and sometimes it can be really hard because we view you know the people who are producing the people who are mixing as very much industry experts um and so sometimes it can be very tempting just to value their sort of opinion over your own sort of direction like what advice would you give to anybody who may be in that situation where they go do I trust the quote-unquote expert or Mm. how do I stand up for the sound that I hear we just haven't made it yet wow I love that question so I think the first thing that I'll say is you know for anyone that's wanting to make their music and you know have their their art be shared and and heard and like I say go for it I say do it the biggest lesson that I've learned is that it's so important to tap into your network however small however large play to people's strengths Mm -hmm. and talk to people and ask questions even if you don't take their advice I've gotten plenty of advice that I haven't taken but I always consider it and I always Mm -hmm. ask for it you're never going to get anything that you don't ask for And I think like, you know, Kinsey and I have so many people to be Mm -hmm. grateful for and to, you know, to, to thank for helping us along the way with our music. I mean, and just the strangest connections too. Mm -hmm. Like it's like one person talked to this person and now you've got a studio or this person. I worked with a guy and I'm going to shout him out because he's amazing. His name's Neil Nathan and he was my co-teacher in New York City. He's incredible, and he's uh, got some music as well. So go check him. Mm-hmm. Go check him out. Um, but he actually just was super. I mean, he's been in the business for a very long time, and he has a lot of advice, and has always, you know, given me and, and us, you know, tidbits here and there because he's been doing it for so long. And he's given me advice that I haven't taken, uh, and he knows that. But he's given me a lot of really great advice too, and mm-hmm. and I think that you know he actually. Oddly enough, I met him in New York City and he connected Kinsey and I 
to Mackenzie Smith and Joey McClellan and wow. Denton to make our record. Like those are the guys that we made, you know, our, our right. songs with. Like they own the studio that we went and recorded at, and that connection was made from a guy who doesn't even live in Denton because yeah. he and I are born and raised here. Right. And we had no idea that the studio even existed. Yeah. It's like small world. You just never yeah. know. It's a it's a small world, mm-hmm. and it's like just you know ask people questions like mm-hmm. if you think that they might know something that you don't like and you're in your whatever just you know get out there and and, and talk to people right. and network not in a mm-hmm. fake way in an authentic way like you're right. curious you know we're students mm-hmm. of everyone around us it's how we do it yeah it's not what you know it's who you know oh there you go well well actually <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you gotta know some sometimes stuff and also you know <laughs> Just, you got to yeah. make those connections. You got to yeah. make those no, connections. Well, and I would emphasize that point so much. I think so much we think of the entire music industry as a very competitive space. Um, mm. And I think it, I think it's framed that way a little bit too often and far more than yeah. the reality of it. Because you're right, like music like producers and artists are music fans themselves. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, anyone pursuing their creative agenda is a success for us all. Um, you know, yeah. success oh. in music is not zero sum. Like somebody's, this is something that I've learned so vividly lately of like somebody's success isn't going to take away from your own. Um, and I think yeah. that's a sentiment mm-hmm. that I really relate to you both on. Um, and I want to hit on mm-hmm. a little bit more about your relationship too, because I'm curious, like not every, not every sister duo um, releases a project like this, let alone such an incredible project like this how do you think your relationship would have been different if you never stepped foot in any studio i mean i think <laughs> i think kenzie's like you're, you're just like this is all you've ever known i'm like kenzie wake up we're yeah. going to the studio yeah. she's like all right what's going on <laughs> um i mean i think it's brought us closer i mean i don't know mm-hmm. if the studio necessarily made it i don't know but maybe it did like i think just being able to connect you know, on that level and make music together and have yeah. it be a project. Mm-hmm. We're, ma- you know, we're managing oh, yeah. a project together. Yeah. Like we are project managers and this is our baby and we get to do it together and we have to, you know, like just for our communication too, like we've had weirdly mature conversations given Kinsey's mm-hmm. age that yeah. <laughs> like involve like, okay, like I know you're mad at me because you're 16 years old and, you know, teenagers get moody or whatever, but like, let's get it together. And she's like, exactly what I was thinking. Let's do it. She's like, let's put it aside and like, let's get to work. So I don't know. I think it's been really good for us, um, especially being, you know, I was away uh, for a little bit after I graduated from school, I went to New York uh, to work and, you know, it's, I think it's been crucial for us to be able to have something to connect on and talk about. And it's been great. Yeah. I don't know if our relationship would have been as strong as it is now if we hadn't stepped into a studio together. Yeah. Because, I mean, I just feel like collaborating on something we're both passionate about and having a positive result is just, I don't know. It just, it's just really cool, especially because you're doing it with your sister. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... A built-in best friend. <laughs> best friend. <laughs> it's just I think it's it's strengthened strengthened our bond. Yeah, strengthened yeah. our bond. Yeah, it's, it's true. Forced. It's true. <laughs> We're not making right. this up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have I want to do like something a little bit more fun now. Um, so let's do this. Oh, I want you're both gonna each answer these sort of questions. Um, yes. I feel like a really great way. Okay, I haven't even told you what it is yet in the excitement. Oh, okay. so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did we mention we're really competitive, too? Right. At a healthy level. I picked up yeah, on yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. No, it's a good thing, I promise. Um, <laughs> um, so I think I think one of the best ways to like learn about an artist or anything is to kind of just like ask them. I hate asking very general questions, but these are questions that I really enjoy asking. So mm-hmm. for lack of like a better term and lack of a better like quote unquote segment, um, I don't want to call it a lightning round because you can explain as much as you want, but I'm going to ask you like kind of a series of like very simple, like short questions and each kind of take your own sort of, um, I don't know, I, I'm almost tempted to have you answer them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But uh, should should we do, let's do that. I think that's going to be interesting. And then yeah. if you want to explain your answer, you can kind of jump in. 
Um, but let's just do it. Um, I'll just ask okay. and then just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Cool. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <it> ready. <laughs> okay. Don't stress too much. Um, what would be like your dream music venue to play? Madison Square Garden. Yep. <laughs> okay. I went okay. blank. Can you think Perfect. of it? I'm actually curious. Hold on. Do you? What is a venue you would want to play? At? I just think of a stage. Just a stage. Lights. She's like, I don't even care. No, I'm Kinsey's trying to a think. Bo- she's a, she was born to perform. She was born to sing. It just is what it is. She's like, I don't care. Put me in there. <laughs> All right. I love so it. And if it's Madison Square Garden, that's preferable. Great. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Yep. Um, what is a song that you wish you would have written? Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. So many. Every um, single Beatles song ever. I wish I could oh, just go back and nice. Just I don't know. Oh, probably. Oh, what is it? It's a Giveon song. It's Still your best. It's another one though, but I can't remember it right now. Mm-hmm. But Giveon, Rex Orange County, Ooh. any of those songs. Yes. Because yeah. those are genius. Genius. Nice. Genius. Um, what about your dream like collaboration or feature? Like if somebody could be featured on a song. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Chase the rapper. What? In Rex, <laughs> I know, but Chase the Rapper would be a cool thing. That would be cool. That'd be cool. I always think about the but Rex, weekend. yeah. I thought of him too. I, I thought of him weekend. too. I'm not. We don't even I listen like, to the weekend. You know, much, I but I'm like, that would be a cool. You do. I'm yes. like, that would be a great collab. That'd like. be so cool for something. I could hear it. I, I could Megan's. definitely hear it too. Yeah, just have it work. <laughs> Especially party bands. Party bands. Uh, <laughs> party rapper. I hope oh. that happens one day. That's yeah, my or Rex and or Rex. He only asked for one answer. We're giving. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, my answer's Chance the Rapper. We'll do the we'll do the vanilla remix featuring Paul McCartney, Chance the Rapper, yes! Orange County, right? Just all of them. Everybody on it. Right. The more the merrier. I feel like that's very much right. the message. Um, <laughs> what would be? Um, uh, oh, I just had it. What would be like your um, sort of like dream, like not venue, but like your dream like stage. Like um like I don't know if it's like is it like the Grammys is it like a certain award show oh, is it the Super Bowl like that kind of thing. Ooh. Oh my gosh, what's that one stadium called? Honestly, I don't do AT and T stadium. AT and T stadium, Dallas. I perform there. I have dreams about that. AT and T, yeah, yeah. I have dreams about performing at. AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, okay. our backyard, yeah. and we like bring on all of our favorite like artists to like come. Yes. Like you know, does a posty no, no, Post Malone do like a posty fest? Yeah, he does. Isn't it at AT&T? Yes, he's another like b- you know born bred. Like he's super yeah. proud to be from Texas, and yeah. he's actually nice. from not too far from us. Yeah, and I, I always think I'm like we should. I would love to just perform. That'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Eagle, fe- eagle. I don't know. Eagle fest. And Post mm-hmm. Malone's like. He's you guys like, owe me money, right? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, of course. Yeah, um, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> what about the best concert that you've ever been to? Uh, Rex, easy. Easy. Rex. I mean, that was my second concert I've ever been to, but it was my favorite. Rex Orange The King. colors. I yeah. have a. I can I say it? I'm going to tell a story. So okay. before oh, okay. we went into quarantine before the pandemic got terrible um we for christmas i got kinsey and i tickets to go see rex orange county mm-hmm. which is like one of her favorite artists ever mm-hmm. and so we did and we we snuck that so in fun. end of february right before everything kind right. of you know yeah. got really got really bad so mm-hmm. that was like the most recent and we missed shows we missed live shows my favorite concert was paul mccartney hands down oh, that was I the most amazing yeah. experience of my entire life i was with mom Oh, yeah. And Kinsey's actually, we also went to One Direction together, but Kinsey didn't enjoy it. Bailey was more of a One Direction fan than I was. I was more excited about Little Mix being there. I have a funny story. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. This we is the lightning round. I know, this is the lightning round. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm not going to was... cut you off. Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We went to go see One Direction. And I actually, I, I asked for Christmas for the tickets for me and my friends. But my grandparents <laughs> are super okay. cute. And they got the tickets for Kinsey and I, my built-in best friend. And I was like, you know what? That sounds good. And you know, So whatever. So we go to the concert. And Kenzie's just, like, super indifferent. You know, she's, like, the easiest going person ever. Like, I don't think anything could really get you, like, riled up. So she was just grateful to be there. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, she's like cruising or whatever. The show hasn't started yet. But right before it starts, there's an ad section and Little Mix comes on the, the screen and Kinsey loses her mind. Like is like screaming, jumping up at like, one direction like, concert. Yeah, I'm like, what happened? She's like, Little Mix. And I only knew one song and it was Wings. But she loved that song. Yeah. Beat it to death. Mom and Dad all the time. She sure did. That was the only song I knew of theirs. Did not care did one not care bit. One bit. About could not Lee have cared Niall, less, but right. no, we were, I'm just fine. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yep. we'll try to find some room on the <laughs> vanilla remix for them too. <laughs> yeah, right. Kenzie hosts its little mix instead. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys are the best, and I, I really hope people are able to kind of pick up on just the incredible energy that you always sort of. Um, just like radiate it's it's so it's so powerful and as we approach the end of the episode here um I always ask kind of two very similar sort of questions and you can approach these however you want on whatever timeline and I'll let each of you kind of go after it um because I'm really interested to uh hear again kind of your own sort of personal takes um because as much as like I love the duo that you two are like I know how much talent and ambition you each hold so um the first question I want to sort of ask is like I don't know like what are we manifesting for you both like what um like on whatever timeline you'd like what where are we trying to go like is it is it superstardom or is it a very just simple mission um kind of a kind of define um everybody ever define that for everybody because I think um I think people are going to want to be able to, to to support you on that yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think for me, anyway, I will speak for you, Kens. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like I've, I really identify with like the singer songwriter situation. Like, I feel like that's who mm-hmm. I am kind of through and through, you know, I, I love writing songs. I love writing music. I do it pretty much daily. And I feel like the only thing I've ever wanted to do is be able to make music and, and have it be something that, you know, connects with people maybe but if it doesn't I'm also you know I've been largely okay with that I think that that's shifting a little bit because I feel like you know with my sister being such a performer like she adds a different layer to it so I think that you know now I'm really hoping that you know we're two biracial kids from Texas that Mm -hmm. just loved playing music and, and loved connecting with everybody like regardless of how they identified, you know, what they identified as, what I, like, it's just, like, we want to create a space where it doesn't totally matter. We don't have a hidden agenda. Like, mm-hmm. we just want people to vibe, to rock out, to have a good time, and, and you know, listen to the art that we're going to make anyway, because we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, we're going right. to make music regardless of if people, if, you know, a hundred people are listening or if thousands of people are listening. It's just what we love to do. Like, it's who we are. It really feels like that's sort of our purpose is to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to make sure that when we do do that, it's something that is a positive, that it's, that it's a highlight and that, it, you know, people connect to it. So, yeah. I'm manifesting mm. that our song is heard by people, which I know, you know, everyone has their own time. Like, yeah, it'll come out. Yeah. Time. I mean, people will hear it whenever <laughs> they hear it. But I mean, you know, I'm going into college this year. Yeah. I hope, you know. I mean, I want to experience summer college, but I'm just really. But hoping. if she gets pulled out, yeah, for that's, that's okay cool. Too. Yeah, that's cool that sounds too. great. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just hope that you know people like our music and a lot of people, you know, listen to our music. And I'm manifesting that they will. Well, and I'm manifesting. Everybody yes. go download vanilla yep. now. Vanilla, vanilla, Eaglin, vanilla, vanilla. Yes. One more time. Eaglin's vanilla. Vanilla. Yes. Yeah. Vanilla by Eaglin. Yes. Such go. a strong pitch. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> it's nothing compared to what you could do or already did, actually. But we tried. <laughs> no, you got well. You're doing everything right, and I I truly believe that you two are going to inspire so many people and just the way that you approach everything with just being so unapologetic and so down to earth and so wholesome and true to yourself. It's really, truly admirable. And the last sort of thing I want to use to take time away from you both is um, 
I feel like, I don't know, like for me, like a lot of the time when we listen to these sort of projects or these sort of shows, um, and we can, we can really think specifically towards the music industry and future artists, a lot of the general like feedback or advice that we can take is, um, dare I say very surface level in the sense that it's like, you know, like, no, like know yourself or mm. like think about your sound. And then it's very much like, okay, if I have like no resource, like I don't have the network, I might not even have like a microphone, like mm. you can sit there and be like, how, like how on earth do I start? And it can really feel like almost the cards are stacked against you right away. And it's, that's just not another barrier that we need to welcome people into the industry. And so people have taken an hour or so to listen to your song, of course, and listen to this episode too. What if somebody has another hour, what's something that they can put at the top of their to-do list? Like something super tangible that you would recommend, maybe something you did right at the start or something you wish you did right at the start, um, or maybe even like the first step that many people um, may forget to include in their to-do list. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll say one of the things that I definitely did, um, and would do again is, I mean, we have always kind of like made sure that, you know, when we're, we're making our music or whatever, like, you know, we record it or whatever, we write it down. Mm -hmm. That's all fantastic. But in terms of like the next step, um, you know, we, again, like, I'm just going to go back to the tapping into your network thing. Like, I think a to-do list for us regularly always includes thinking of people mm -hmm. that we can learn something from and right. thinking of people, not necessarily going like top down being like, all right, like, you know, how did Justin Bieber do it? Which I guess YouTube would be the answer. But yeah. But I think it's like, you know, not going from the top down being like, all right, this song sounds like this. Okay. How do we get in with this record label or whatever? It's like, start with your own community. And I think like, that's in our opinion, or in our opinion, in my opinion, <laughs> I really think that that is the best possible starting place. There's no card stacked against you. If you're tapping into your own network, like that can mean talking to your mom's friend at work. That's always talking about how she, you know, has a friend that mm -hmm. does, you know, voice record, like whatever. It could be anything. It's just like, think of people who you think you could learn something from, it doesn't have to be so cut and dry. It doesn't have to be so direct. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be a music producer. It could be somebody that you just want to kind of get some general tidbits on. Personal branding is another thing that I feel like people, it's like a, this like scary word <clears throat> or scary set of words. Um, it could be daunting to be like, okay, personal branding, like who are we? How do we want to be represented? When really it's more so just like, who are you? Like, mm -hmm. what do you have? to offer and if you don't have anything to offer what gets you up in the morning what are you passionate about what do you love think about those things and make sure that you know you're kind of I don't know being true to who I, I think you said that that was the cliche before I started <laughs> answering this question but it really is true it's like it's like you know try to think about who you are as a person and what mm -hmm. you love and, and your purpose break it all down consolidate it and then create a list a list of questions and a list of people um, yeah. that you think that you can you can tap mm -hmm. into what do you think Kim's I mean maybe just uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. just focus on something you love but I feel like just whether that's any type of art or any type of thing you do which I mean that's not the questions about what to what's the first step for this I'd say just make sure that you're very passionate about what you're what you're willing to give to the public like make sure Ooh, it's something you're, make sure you're sure of it yeah that's a good point. I think you have an interesting perspective too because I'm very much like a singer songwriter mostly songwriter type but you are a singer so it's like mm -hmm. a general like checklist checklist and to-do list for a vocalist like I don't know I feel mm -hmm. like that looks different like you were super adamant about really expanding your vocal range mm -hmm. and you know working on that yeah. every day which ended up being just as effective if not more effective you know, as like my communications and like tapping into, you know, what other people are have to offer, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do your well, thing, y'all. Do, do your thing. thing. We haven't figured it out yet. I totally. mean, <laughs> we're still, it's a process, yeah. you know? Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's always the thing. It's like, yeah. even you, Jacob, like we met, you know, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to circle back to talk to you. You know, we met in New York and it's like I'm yeah. circling back. I circled back months later, maybe like a year later. I don't even know. 
to just be like, hey, like, I see what you're doing on social media. You're incredible. Uh, you know, you're so polished. You're so ambitious. You're so kind. You have all these projects going. And you were still in college at the time. Like, you yeah. were still doing all of this. And I'm like, this guy yeah. is a guy that we need on our team. Always. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's how, I could always learn. We could both learn yeah. so much from just you. And you're one person in our mm-hmm. network. Like, right. of friends, of family, you know, of loved ones. It's loved ones. It's just like, you know, do it. I, I appreciate that seriously so much. And yeah. I am truly like honored to watch the both of you grow into artists that are going to change the sort of trajectory and everything we know about the music industry and really bring, bring people confidence in sticking to their roots and not feeling like they have to fit a certain mold to be successful. I think that's one of the greatest lessons um, we can teach, and I think you are doing it in one of the greatest ways. So truthfully, thank you to the both of you. Thank you so much. It is always such an honor to talk to you. I can't say it enough. Everybody needs to go stream Vanilla right now, <laughs> and everybody needs to connect with you in all the ways. I'll plug all of the information here shortly at the outro of the show, but truthfully, I want to say thank you both for your transparency with the whole process and recognizing hey, it's not always everything went well and there was no mistakes or no questions asked. Um, I think that's a hard thing to really say, especially at the very start of your career. And I appreciate your transparency so much. Um, And I know Mm -hmm. everybody listening does too. So Bailey and Kenzie, thank you so much to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's the Little Mix remix of Vanilla. It's coming (laughs) soon. Coming Coming soon. Stay tuned. Thank you so much, Jacob. (laughs) Bailey and Kenzie, I can't thank you enough for being a part of the show. It's been a true dream of mine ever since I heard you two sing years ago. I'm calling on everyone right now to join Eaglin on their journey by following at Eaglin Music on all platforms and streaming Vanilla as often and as much on repeat as I am wherever you listen to your music. I promise you'll be nothing short of amazed with all that's ahead for them. We're back at it again next week with another episode I'm stoked to have you a part of. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming service and follow us at Friendly Media. That's F-R-N-D-L-Y on all platforms. You can also follow me at Jacob Wittenberg. All links are in the description. That's all for today. See you next time for more groundbreaking.